calling all overwhelmed coaching and service-based entrepreneurs. Are you struggling with working in and on all the things when it comes to your business? Delegating projects to your team, struggling with apps, tools, and programs that are supposed to make you feel more productive? You are not alone. We have created this podcast for you. Tune in each week to hear how you can create structure within your business, learn when it's time to hire a team, and be the fly on the wall for the episodes when we talk with other entrepreneurs who were in this same situation, but worked through it with the help of a team. Welcome to the Business Managers Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Business Managers Podcast. Today, we have back with us our friend Susie Moon, who is the owner of Susie Moon Consulting based in Wanakee, Wisconsin. She helps visionary coaches scale their business operations to allow them to focus on what they do best. Susie, welcome back. Welcome back. So great to be here. I'm so excited. We are excited to have you back. So let's jump right into it. What is a visionary coach and how do you work with them to scale their business operations? Tell us a little bit about what you do in your journey of how you got here. Sure. Well, that's a loaded question. I could talk all day on that, but I'll focus with the first question on the visionary coaches. So coaches that are scaling their businesses, they are thinking they're big thinkers. They have this big dream, this big goal, this big picture, and they just, they're not good at running a business. They just want to focus on either speaking or working directly with their clients and growing their business, but they don't want to focus on all those details. So those are the people that I like to work with and that I resonate with. Nice. Yeah. We know all about big picture thinkers. Yes. There's some yeah. on this call today. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. What am I? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. If you couldn't tell, like it's totally, I don't know what, where the moon is today. I think we're past a full moon, but um, right there. I'm right here. Oh, oh, exactly. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. I'm glad you're with us. Anyways, how does a business owner know that it's time to start delegating and how do you get them to realize that? As a business owner, you know, we try to do everything ourselves. We think we're going into business and we can do it all. But as soon as there's something that you know you just hate to do and you keep putting it off, that's the time to hand it off, to find somebody that it's their zone of genius and they are so good at it, they won't even blink or think differently. Like they can just do it. Right. That's when you know that you're ready or that it's time. You're you're not always ready. Let me take that back. (laughs) It's hard to delegate and hand things off or trust someone else to hand over something that you're, it's your business and you want to take care of everything, but it's hard. So you have to find the right people and trust that you can delegate and they will do it better than what you can do. Yeah, that's what we say that a lot to our clients, you know, the, your business is like your baby and you want to make sure that when you do hand it off to somebody that you have that trust between the two of you, you know, that that they're going to have your back and have your best interest at heart. It's hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. But educating them, I think, on how it works really helps mm-hmm. in getting to that point. And I love that you use the term zone of genius. That's mm-hmm. like one of our favorite things to say. 
It's true like, though. Like we talk about how, you know, most people are just good at 3% of what they try to do. Like you, we try to do it all as business owner, owners and as people. And it's sometimes you just have to wave that white flag zone of genius. Sometimes you just have to wave that white flag and say, all right, yeah. spreadsheets just aren't my jam. Like if you're good at graph, well, I shouldn't say you're good at graphics, but if you enjoy like creating graphics in Canva and it just brings, it fills you up and you like doing it. But if it takes you a whole day to do that, it's time to hand that off too. You know, you have to manage your time as a business owner and knowing when to, when it takes too much time is important. And it's yes. gradual. You're not going to know that right away. And you may still like to do it, but it's probably better if you can hand it off. Mm -hmm. So is your job basically to get them to that space where they know that it's time to delegate? Yes. Well, usually they come to me right away. Susie, I need your help. That's usually what I hear. They're, they're really good at what they do. If they're working with clients, you know, they're doing a lot of events and they just need help behind the scenes to like get everything coordinated. They're not good at coordinating, you know, and as a person that's very good at coordinating, I just think everybody can do this, but mm -hmm. they can't, yeah. you know, so it took me a while to realize what my gifts were and what I was, you know, what I could offer other people. I just assumed everyone had these skills and they just didn't want to do it, but it's not like their brains work differently. It's almost like the endotype formula. You think of different endotypes are good at different things and they think differently than yourself. So you really have to understand how your clients work and what their motivations are and why they do things mm -hmm. um, to help you help them better, if that makes sense. Yeah. And a lot of our audience might not know what the endotype formula is. And that is a secret of our friend, Laura Hullemans, that they yeah. probably want to learn more about, right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like if you haven't taken the endotype formula quiz yet, I highly recommend doing it. If you visit www.endotype.com, E-N-D-O-T-Y-P-E.com, yeah, Laura Hulliman is a master. She has created this endotype formula to help assess why we were brought into this world and how we operate and how we manifest, what our superpowers are. I mean, we could have a whole podcast just on this topic. It's just, it blows my mind. But once you realize your superpowers and what you're good at, it allows you to focus solely on that. And it really can transform your business into right. where you're taking it. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. It's like a switch. And once you're in, once you're calibrated, I guess, to that where you're supposed to be, and that includes delegating the things that will allow you to shift into what you're really supposed to do, then you will see your business just skyrocket, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Going back to, I know I'm hopping around here, but yeah. going back to, um, you know, people come to me, Susie, I need your help. And it's, it's either a CRM system that they're looking at implementing. They hate CRM systems. They don't want to be in there every day. They don't want to, you know, figure out their sales funnels and figure out their leads and all that good stuff. But it could be their social media. It could be 
Um, they don't even want to type. They don't even want to type an email. Right. They just there. It overwhelms them to work on email. So mm-hmm. find out from your clients like how they best communicate and get the Voxer app or Marco Polo and use those to communicate with each other. You know, if they're if they like to, I like to say verbal vomit. Mm-hmm. You know, if they like to blurt out things, have them use the Otter dot. AI um, yep. app and use Otter to, you know, vocally talk with other people, or if they're working on a book, you know, mm. record it audio and then transcribe it and then you have it. So just finding, you know, what methods work with your clients, I think is huge in setting up success in the future. Absolutely. And that's funny that you say that because we have a client who I was working on one of our sales pages for her. And I said, can you send me over some content that you want to be on it? And she literally boxed. This is how I see it from top to bottom. And uh, it it was perfect because she's like, I can't believe I'm dictating to you, but (laughs) this is how it's going to be. And I was like, no, that's perfect because I'm hearing it like sort of come together as she's saying it. And she's like, nope, go back up, scratch that. Let's do this. And totally I can, I can do it while she's communicating. And that's, that's perfect. And and before her realizing she had to delegate, she'd probably have to figure out all the tech herself and can't figure it out. So it all, yeah. I mean, it's all full circle back to having someone help you sort of know when you need to delegate and what to delegate. So. And a lot of people's strength is to work things out in their head while they talk it out, you know, and, and to have these apps like Voxer or Otter AI, it makes it easy. It, it mm-hmm. works with their learning type, where as if you're doing it all yourself, you're not necessarily going to talk it out like on an, an app. You're just going to struggle in your mind and then give up possibly, you know. Exactly. Or if just doing videos is, is mm. good for them, you know, um, hop on a Zoom and record it and then take that information and use it to, you just have to figure out what works best for the yeah. two of you and yeah. move forward. I, yeah, that's one right. of my favorite things to do is jump on a Zoom with a client who's kind of stuck and say, let's just talk it out, you know? Yeah. An, another tool that I use daily is the Loom creating Mm -hmm. a Loom video, someone will say, I am not sure what to do in my CRM system. And if I'm on another call and I can't get to them right away, I will just create a little Loom video, show them where to find things within the CRM or how to look for it online. And I'll just send that to them. You know, I record less than five minutes and send it over and they have it. So and the great thing about Loom is you can save those videos for if the problem comes up again and then they don't have to, well, not that you wouldn't want, like that you wouldn't be open to them coming back, but they can, you know, go back to that video if they're struggling another time and say, oh, Susie made me that video. I can what? just look back at that again. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. That's actually a great idea. I wonder if I could go back to all the Looms that I've created and create a Loom Silo. book yeah. or something of of all the tips you know, and reuse those or create a course just based on Loom videos. Right. You could. A little Loom library. A Loom library. <laughs> you heard it here for No one first, steal folks. that. It's <laughs> happening. You better get that done before this episode airs. Yes. <laughs> no pressure. No, Susie just Moon's kidding. Loom library tips. There you go. That's <laughs> awesome. So how important is community and networking when you're a business owner? Personally, I think it's essential. I think you need to have a support system 
first of all, you, you can't do this alone. You can't build a business on your own because first of all, you're not going to be good at everything. And even if you aren't delegating right away, it's important to have resources available, people you can pick up the phone and say, hey, I am stuck with this. Can Do you have any recommendations? Like us brainstorming about different apps that we use. I mean, it's critical to have a group of people. So surround yourself with community. The other thing is it builds rapport. The two of you might be awesome at Loom videos where I I'm not, and I need help with that. Well, I know who to go to. Right. Oh, I know Melissa and Kelly. Oh, they're, oh, they know how to do this. So using everybody in your community for their talents, for their resources, and not abusing them. You know, you want to build relationships, but you can refer them. So getting clients based on referrals, I think you're supposed to have what, 80, 90% referrals in your business. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So just starting your business out that way and networking. I'm a big networker. I love to network. And when I first started my business, I was networking so much that I didn't have time to do the work. Yeah. So <laughs> it's finding that balance. And now I send a, a monthly email out to my subscribers on free virtual networking opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I let them network. You know, I'm passing along the baton. <laughs> Here's all the places that I would have liked to go. You know, yeah. um, that's a good then, tool. I, I remember I remember I got I saw it on on one of your LinkedIn posts, I think. And I was like, this is genius because you're kind of culling all the information together. So people they're busy. They don't have to go here, 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 looking for networking groups or events. You've already done it like that. It's another library of things that Susie's good at. Like, well, I think Susie might have a title called a master connector. Yeah. I like to call myself a master connector. I find myself uh, introducing people throughout the week. So I probably do about five a week. I'm, you know, meeting with, I'll do a one-on-one. -on -one and then throughout the call, my brain is like a little Rolodex. I'm constantly thinking, okay, who can I in, uh, introduce this person to? Who would they benefit from meeting? You know, how can I help them build their client base? I'm continually thinking of that. So I like to set up introductions and do a little matchmaking. I love um, it. I think it's fun just to connect people and just, you know, everybody needs resources. And if somebody is connecting me to someone else that is amazing, hello, like the world's a better place. Right. Yeah, we're all winning. Absolutely. Like if, if, if you asked me what my ideal job was, not that doing what I do right now isn't my ideal job, it would be like connecting, like meeting people day in and day out. Like that would be the ideal thing for me. You know, but you can do that in your job. I know. You know? So that's the I good can. thing. That's right? the thing. But that's not paying my bills. <laughs> you know, I'm right there with you, Melissa. <laughs> I, would, I would love to do that, too. If yeah. that were a job, I would have I would have been like getting a degree in that. First, like you and I would have been first and second in line. Totally. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sign me up. Where's the book? <laughs> CEO and CFO or something. Of <laughs> Where's the book? Connection Incorporated. <laughs> Yep. Kids Incorporated. Remember that show? Yes, I loved that, that show. show. Yep. One of my favorite shows. Susie might be too young for that show. <laughs> no, I'm not too. You I'm know that too. show? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, when they Kids all would Incorporated. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
Or is that an East Coast thing? It no. might be. I don't know. Justin Timberlake was in it, wasn't he? No. Or Britney Spears. Or Christina Aguilera. No, oh, that was no. Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, I was thinking. Getting it twisted now. We'll send Martika you the theme song. Maybe it. we'll we'll link to the theme song in the show notes so y'all can. y'all there you go. Where'd that come from? So y'all can listen to it. Yep. Do you have any tips, maybe a top three skills that are needed to be a successful entrepreneur? Do you have any insight on that that you can shed some light on? I think in order to be an entrepreneur in general, you have to be able to take risks. You have to be brave. I think determination is huge when you're being an entrepreneur. There are days that you are going to want to curl up in a ball and suck your thumb and not do anything. There's just days like that. And you can't avoid them. You start thinking, oh, why did I do this? Am I am I good enough to do this? Who am I? The whole imposter syndrome yeah. comes up. But you just have to plow through it. You know, you were meant to do this. You're following your passion. Just believe in yourself and you can do it. So I would say determination for sure. Um, resilience, just keep going. You know, even when you think you're doomed, keep going. And just networking, I think is so important. Reaching out to people and not keeping everything in. I highly recommend having a coach. I had a coach even before I started my business because I needed to switch my mindset going from corporate America always working for somebody else in an office somewhere that I never knew where it was. <laughs> and, you know, I, I needed to turn that around and believe and have the confidence that I could do this myself. Yeah. So it's, it's just a process. So just believing in yourself, surrounding yourself with great people and go do it. Take action. I think it's huge. Do the damn thing. Do the Absolutely. damn thing. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah, I I had a work day two weeks ago where I laid in my bed and worked like it was one of those days where it was like, like you say, curl up in a ball and suck your thumb. It wasn't that dramatic, but I uh, I just wanted to just work from bed. And that's what I did. I threw the, the windows open, the fresh air came in and I just, you know, and that's a good thing about, you know, working from home. I guess everyone's doing it these days, but, you know, you can decide how you want to work as an entrepreneur and when you when you're going to work, how are you going to work? And, um, yeah. but yeah, just do it. Like, yeah. same. And I also think setting boundaries is important. Yeah. You know, I, I admit that I'm not the best at it. So in the last year I worked probably twice as much as I did in corporate, just because I wanted this to work and I wanted, you know, I wanted to be successful and, it's mine. It's my passion. So it didn't, it wasn't as bad as working in corporate because I was in it and I yeah. loved it, you know, but setting boundaries and like getting that balance of life, you know, personal life and professional life, I think is hard because it's always in your head as an entrepreneur. At least yeah. it is for me. Yeah. We have a peer that um, has the best boundaries ever. Yes. And she does not budge an inch and sometimes I resent her for those boundaries because you can't get past them but I also totally respect those boundaries and I wish that I well I wish that I had those boundaries but it, it inspires me to work towards having mm -hmm. such good yeah. boundaries in my business too you know yeah, yeah so, she's got a gated yeah. community for sure 
She does. But you know what? That's something to work towards, you know, because I bet she worked hard to get there. I think it also makes you look more exclusive when you do set those boundaries. Like, like I am more, you know, I have this prestige look or, or I, you'll have to go through my assistant to get to me kind of thing. So it just, it gives you more clout too. Yeah, absolutely. You are. So yeah, because when your clients can reach you at 1030 and 11 o'clock at night, is there an air of exclusivity? Yeah. Been there, done that. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. And still doing it, you know, like, mm-hmm. because, you know, we care. Not yeah. that the person with her fantastic boundaries doesn't care. I'm sure she's still looking at stuff, but, right. you know, it does give exclusivity and clout, I think, to be. Yeah. And sanity. Them. Let's not oh, forget yeah. sanity. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Absolutely. We need it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I I think you were aware that I was going to come to you with this question. <laughs> Do yes. you have a favorite business book that you would like to share with us? I have read so many books in the last three years, I would say that my brain is going to explode. And right now, um, I'm reading Build an Empire with Elena Cardone. Um, So she she believes that you either build an empire or you destroy one. So are you building it or are you tearing one down? So choices, you know, think about the choices you make each day. Is this going to get me towards my empire or is it going to is it not doing anything to help me? You got to think if you are really scaling and growing your business you got to think that way. So it kind of gives me goosebumps when I think yeah, about it. Absolutely. But I I am listening to podcasts and audiobooks nonstop. Mm-hmm. So for me to just pick one is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I could give you just a huge list. Well, I like that. Build, are you building an empire or destroying an empire? Yeah. That language is like powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. She's pretty incredible. Even just to be married to Grant Cardone, I think would be yes, handful in itself. So right. she's she's motivated, right? Well, mm-hmm. she's she's got that motivation next to her who's busy, busy, busy as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And and I find, you know, going back to community, I find if you surround yourself with those people that are growing faster and building something bigger. Uh, you know, you can look up to them. And if you're around them, you start to think like them, mm-hmm. you talk, you think more like a CEO, you're, you're just, you get fired up, you know, like, Ooh, tell me more about how you're going to do that. And then you can learn. So it's just having this desire to get more information. I don't know. I'm hungry for it all the time. I don't know yeah. about you, too, but it's hard to stop. It's almost like an addiction. Like it is totally. <laughs> Thank God we have coaches to tell us, no, don't go that way. Slow down. Yeah. Stay, stay, stay the course. Just oh meditate. I get that a lot. Like Susie, you just need to, to stop for a second and, yeah. and just exist. Just be. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think our coach told us last week, like, can we slow down and focus on, you know, this thing that you need to focus on right now? Yeah. Like, you got the podcast, you got this, da, 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 but just like, take down. a breath. Take a breath. It's hard because it's It's exciting. You want it to work and you, yes, you can see the end result. You can see it. Yeah. It's it's very hard. It is. But that's why it's important to delegate. Yes. To get to you, get you on your big goal. You have to hand those other things off that just are taking up too much time. So this is the perfect example. 
of yep. why you need to use people like us. That's exactly. right. It's true though, because you're not, you're just destroying the empire. Right. If you don't get the hell out of the way and let other people get shit done for you, like exactly. just get out of your own way. And yep. we, we have to do it too. Right. I was so. just going to say, furthermore, the people doing the work for the other people need people doing work for them. It's right. like a domino effect. Just because we're doing work for other people doesn't mean that we don't need people doing work for us. Absolutely. 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Well, we could talk all day. We definitely could. I know. And one day we will. One day we'll be in person. And I know. Just, yeah, it's going to be fun. Travel? Um, What's that? Yeah. yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to yep. do it. We love Wisconsin. Or I was thinking I'm coming your way. Yeah, yeah come on. Come on over <laughs> to the down. East Coast. Yeah. It's I can't fun. get enough of your accents. <laughs> you, I'm sure you don't say that about mine. But. I do. I love the Wisconsin accent. Wisconsin. You got, Yeah, you guys have a nice accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's nice and level and balanced. Yes. We are a little far in the extreme. Can't understand us most times, but you know. That's what makes it fun. It's what makes the world go around. Yeah, exactly. So where can people find you, my friend, on the interwebs? Oh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. Just search for Susie Moon and you'll probably find it. Uh, The name Susie Moon was a slipper at one point in time. So if you see the slipper, that's not me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or you can visit my website at susiemoon.net to find me. But be happy pick up some stuff. pick yeah. up some slippers while you're at it. There you go. Maybe I need to design my own. There's a lot put... happening on this call. Like we've got the Loom Library going. <laughs> there was another library that I've now since since lost, and now the Slipper Library. So yeah. I mean, you're going to be busy. I know, but I'm building an empire. Yeah, no, not just offshoots of the empire. You know. Yep. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to talk to you and uh, follow Susie. She's the bomb digs. Totally. Everybody enjoy their day. Thanks for for tuning in and tune into our next episode. You never know what's going to happen. It's true. You really don't. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye. Did you enjoy today's episode? If you did, help us grow with a follow, rate, and review. Check us out online at MergioEnterprises.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Mergio Enterprises. See you next week and tell your friends.